Welcome to the UFO Thinker Podcast. My name's Frank and let's get cracking. So today, just a little bit of um, a bonus listener update type of podcast today. So not going into any particular cases or any particular speculation on certain topics here. There will be probably a little bit of, of information sort of thrown in, but I just wanted to start off with um, a, a message really to anybody who listens to the podcast because I don't really, I used to kind of chunner on for a bit before I got into each episode about things like this, but I decided a little while back to not chunner on as much before I get into the actual meat. Because when I, when I listen to podcasts and say like you click on a, an episode and, you know, it's all about say Roswell or whatever. I did one recently about Roswell. What I don't really want is 10, 15 minutes of waffle before the Roswell stuff starts. You know what I mean? Like many people, including myself, are a bit of a, you know, podcast addict. I listen to, you know, a bunch of different podcasts and I don't necessarily check out every single episode of all of the podcasts that I like. So when I do click on uh, a podcast, I kind of like it to get to the point. So that's why I decided not to ramble on at the beginning of episodes as much and instead so that i can still ramble on <laughs> in a slightly different way i'm going to do these um little message to the listener bonus ones every now and again so there will likely be a few people who listen to the podcast who know a lot more than i do about the topic but are still kind of interested in my journey towards the truth and you know seeing where I end up and seeing what somebody else's take on a, a particular case that I'm talking about or, or something like that even if you're perhaps more well read in the UFO topic than I am there may be some some listeners out there that that are you know much more experienced than myself and it's quite likely because I'm not the most experienced uh, in this topic by any stretch but my message to you if you're in that category you know, is 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 bear with me, really, because I'm I'm playing catch up here. I'm fascinated by the the UFO world, and uh, it's one of those things where it's like the more, the more you get into it, the more you realise how nuanced and how complicated the picture actually is. So it's like what it reminds me of is I come from the world of music, so. You know, I've uh, been involved in music, play the drums and stuff like that. And if you weren't really into music and you weren't really in, you know, deep into it, you might look at rock bands and think, oh, rock bands, yeah, you know, all rock bands, I know all about rock. They have a guitar, they have a drummer, they have a singer, blah, blah, blah. But then when you actually start to delve into rock, you realise there's all different types of rock. You know, so there's bands like some people would say that the band Coldplay are a rock band, you know, because they've got a drummer, a guitarist. I guess that's kind of debatable, that you know, but still. And then you could also see a band like ACDC, you know, which is completely chalk and cheese, nothing like Coldplay, but they still use the same instruments and everything, and you know, so 
you know, from the outside, it can seem fairly simple. But the more and more you dig into it, you realise there's so many little sub-genres of rock and all different approaches. Some singers are really shouty, some singers are very soft and mellow, you know. It can be completely... And the more you dig into rock music, the more you understand the complexities of it and how much is really going on um, with rock music. And in the UFO world, it's very similar to that. And, you know, when you first look into it, you think, oh, yeah, UFOs, Roswell, cool, no worries. You know, kind of have a pretty good idea of what's going on there. But the more you actually dig in and really try and find out information, you realise that there's so many different elements to it. And even within the UFO topic itself, a lot of people don't really agree on the nuances. So there's people who are much more deeply into the, um, you know, the the consciousness side of it some people completely refute the consciousness side of it and say that it's complete nonsense you know that ce5 doesn't work it's you know this ridiculous scheme and other people swear by it and say that they've had very strong results from actually practicing ce5 and you know it's so there's so many of those that's just one example but it's a it's a much bigger and more complex and nuanced topic than it can appear from the outside so i'm still finding my finding my way really and trying to understand it and get my head around it just like a lot of people and i suppose perhaps that's why certain people you know a lot of people might listen to the 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 podcast that i do because i'm just i represent the ordinary guy really you know i've not been a, a lifelong ufo researcher i've not been somebody who has looked into you know been on ufo twitter for the last seven or eight years you know i've only really been on you know ufo twitter for the last couple of years really and i've not really been active really since the last four or five months so i'm really a relative newcomer not really a you know a a lifelong ufo person but yeah it's um it's quite fascinating the more you dig into it as somebody kind of from outside of the community um you know, there's a lot of other people who, who are in the same position as me, and perhaps you know a lot of you guys out there are, are in that position, and that's why you, you keep coming back and listening to to my journey because perhaps it sort of reflects your own a little bit. And as I say, if you think of it, there's the the old schoolers who perhaps are interested in in my journey because it's a different a different outcome to you know a different um, perspective to what they've already got, and then you've got the people on a similar path to me like I just mentioned, who were perhaps started looking deeply into this topic roughly the same time as I did, and maybe at a similar point in the journey towards finding out what the hell's actually going on here. And, you know, my message to, to you guys is we're in this together. I, I'm, I'm trying to get to the truth here, just like you are. Now, I might get things wrong sometimes, you know, but one thing I can say with absolute certainty is that I'm going to try and get to one thing, and one thing only, with my adventures into this topic and that is the truth of what's actually going on i mean that's what that's what i'm really intrigued about you know don't get me wrong i don't mind a bit of sci-fi and you know things like that but at the end of the day i really want to know what's actually going on because that's what really fascinates me but then to round off on this a little bit the third kind of category of people who might listen to this podcast may also be completely new to the topic of ufos as I have been looking into this now for you know really deeply for the last you know year or two been active on ufo twitter for a matter of months but there might be people who are listening to this podcast who who have no idea and literally this is this podcast is the first thing that's introduced you to the topic of ufos you know and um if that's the case you know 
how are you doing? Welcome. Nice to see you here. <laughs> and one thing I would I would definitely recommend that you do if there's anybody who, who is listening who's in that particular situation is get on UFO Twitter. I mean, UFO Twitter is worth just quickly going into because there might even, as I say, maybe people who listen to this who don't even know what I'm talking about when I say UFO Twitter. I remember when I first heard about people mentioning UFO Twitter, I actually thought it was a separate website, as daft as that sounds. I thought it was like somebody had made their own version of Twitter, which is just for UFOs, you know. Um, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> all it actually is, is... It's just normal Twitter, but people hashtag, you know, hashtag UFO Twitter. And it just kind of allows um, everybody that's in the community of talking about UFOs online to be able to find each other, essentially. And I really can't recommend it enough. I mean, there's so many fascinating people that I've discovered, um, you know, extremely knowledgeable people you know like graham rendell for example the guy's an encyclopedia about ufos unbelievably knowledgeable very balanced and scientific like rational viewpoint recently wrote you know a fantastic book um ufos before roswell if anybody is, is not checked it out it's a fantastic book definitely recommended and I've also, you know, managed to get in touch with a lot of people, you know, who listen to the show. People message me all the time, um, you know, in, in DMs and things, just saying about how, you know, oh, I listened to this episode and, you know, this is what I thought about it. And it's just a great place to actually talk to other people who are interested in UFOs. Because I think a lot of the time, you, you can end up being the UFO guy in your group of friends, can't you? I mean, I've done bits of this in the past, but as soon as you sort of uh, you see people's reactions, you know, I tend to keep it to myself in a lot of cases, even amongst friends. But, you know, you can be that guy ch chewing somebody's ear off about UFOs and really you can tell they're just trying to find an opportunity to change the subject. And it's actually really nice to be able to jump on Twitter and... I have a separate account which is just for the UFO Thinker podcast and um, the only people I follow on that Twitter account is people to do with UFOs and, um, you know, I tend to always follow people back who follow me, um, who've got in touch about the podcast and um, I follow a lot of people, like I say, the more experienced researchers, some of the bigger names in, in UFO research, people who've had, you know, in some cases decades of experience and you can... You can really sort of like tailor your timeline to being essentially, you know, people who, whose opinion you really respect when it comes to UFOs. And that is so useful because, I mean, I, I can literally open my, my Twitter feed and if anything's happened in that day, it'll be there on my Twitter feed, you know. So if you've not, um, you know... If you've not been on on that side of Twitter before, I definitely recommend it. And obviously, there's there's a couple of, or you know, more than a couple of uh, people who talk a lot of nonsense about UFOs. You know, we've got to be honest. And the beauty of Twitter is you can just unfollow those people, so you can really tailor your timeline to just filter off all the nonsense. And generally, as soon as somebody tweets something that is nonsensical, you know unfollow them or you know if you don't want to be rude mute them or whatever and on your timeline you're going to have a tailor-made constant feed of really you know valuable information about ufos and i can't if you're interested in this stuff i can't recommend it enough maybe you know 
you've been interest, interested in this topic for years and years and you're not a newcomer to the topic but you've just never seen the twitter side of it well again really recommend it i mean as i say i've had some ups and downs on on ufo twitter um there's a lot of emotions flying around a lot of people very uh, attached to certain viewpoints and things like that which is just human nature isn't it you know we do have to accept that but the one thing that i've tried to do is to remain civil at all times and, and i'll come back to that later but basically um you know just don't call anybody names and generally you tend to find that things don't go too bad um but anyway let's move on for now we'll come back to that side of things shortly but you know what i would say to any of those people in those three categories that i've just mentioned is well a few few key things really so number one and most importantly i will always tell the truth and push to get to the truth that that's the key thing i'm trying to achieve here like i touched on earlier on and don't get me wrong you know i like stories cool stories you know and and i like you know like i said earlier science fiction and things i am a fan of science fiction films you know just like a lot of people but what i'm trying to do here within the ufo topic is get to the actual factual truth to find out what the hell is going on because this topic is just so important i mean it could literally change the entire course of human history if we find out more information about certain things and with so much at stake i'm really trying not to be distracted by interesting stories or interesting photographs or videos which don't have any actual factual evidence to back them up i'm i'm really all about getting you know hard facts and finding out what's actually going on um, and i would never make anything up or fabricate anything because that goes completely against the initial point of telling the truth and trying to get to the truth of this topic so that's one thing i can absolutely guarantee you you'll never hear me making up or over exaggerating a story for for clicks and likes or any of that sort of stuff because i really you know don't get me wrong it's it's nice when i see that people listen to the podcast it's nice when people share the podcast or when people message me or it's nice when i put a tweet out and a lot of people resonate with it and it gets a lot of engagement on twitter or whatever but you know I'm not going to pretend that, that I don't like it when people engage with what I'm doing. But at the same time, that's not the main purpose of me doing this. And really what the main purpose actually is, is just, you know, getting to the bottom of this mystery. Because that's why I first started doing it. And yeah, there it is. So moving on um, from there then, number two of my little pledges to the listener number one i just mentioned about telling the truth and number two is a very important one is that i'll always be respectful to people who i disagree with even if i appear to have completely opposing views and the important thing is that the views change and even if somebody completely disagrees they might change their mind in the future just as i may change my mind in the future so i'm really very keen to avoid the, the kind of tribalism that we see in debates about politics and a lot of other things about the society that we have today where people become extremely polarized and people who disagree with you are idiots and things and i've really tried to avoid that and the thing is ever since i've been active on ufo twitter i have made a point to 
to never call anybody a name or say anything derogatory towards anybody. And I've actually jumped in a couple of times, perhaps um, a little bit too much, maybe, you know, in, in some cases. I've jumped into debates with um, with people who I, you know, obviously disagree with, That's you know, otherwise I wouldn't be debating them. But I've managed to, which is not always easy because I have a temper and stuff just like anybody and blah, blah, blah. And some of the comments that get thrown my way have not been very pleasant. But I've really tried to remain civil with everybody because I just think it's really important to do that. I mean, if we really want to spread awareness of the UFO topic, we have to all bear in mind that we're all ambassadors for the UFO community. If you, I hate that word, really. I'm not not really a big fan of categorizing it that way, but there's no other way to really say it in the in the context of what I'm saying now. And we are all ambassadors for for UFO disclosure, you know, to to push forward this the movement and you know UFO Twitter is a big part of that of bringing everybody together. And I just think that in the climate that we're in at the moment, we've got more awareness in the mainstream than ever before. And we want to put across, you know, a viewpoint that helps other people who don't necessarily believe, you know, that UFOs are a real thing that should be taken seriously. We want to really bring those people around, get them involved. And there is nothing more powerful than a skeptic who becomes convinced that there is something to this. And in fact, actually, some of the most... Um, well-known ufo researchers started off as skeptics and then eventually became convinced that there's something real going on and then devoted their lives to to the, this thing and we have to bear that in mind that you know some people might really be on the skeptic bandwagon and really just jump in and you know really slate people and i've had some again pretty unfortunate um you know interactions on twitter but i've i've tried i've really tried and i've managed to so far keep it completely and friendly and and polite and even when people are completely you know going below the belt don't get me wrong somebody gets really below the belt block them you know don't you don't have to sit there and take abuse off people but at the same time you know try and put across kind of a you know a respectful debate that that's the key what i'm trying to get at there is just have respectful debates be respectful and don't forget you know really we're trying to we're trying to spread the word in a positive way not slate people and call people names when they don't agree that that's what i'm trying to achieve other people don't necessarily have that viewpoint and i get that and i understand it and it's a balance i've tried to strike um so far i think i'm quite enjoying that approach but for example um there's a guy on twitter called ufo satan um and I, I follow him on Twitter. I, I really like his his viewpoints, and I, I, but he's got a completely different uh, approach to what I have, where he slates people. You know, he gets involved, and he really, you know, gets into slanging matches with people, and and you know, he, he he's decided that his approach is to just not hold any punches and just completely, you know dive in with the insults when when somebody does that to him which is fair you know and if that's how you choose to approach the situation then you know who am i to say that you're doing it wrong but me personally i've made the decision early on that i'm going to be respectful to people who i disagree with but on the other hand i'll always make sure that i i speak up if i think something's nonsense and i've done that a little bit got myself in some hot water at times you know but if i don't agree with something i'm gonna say it but that doesn't mean i have to be disrespectful to anybody as an individual 
So, moving on from that, number three of my little pledges to me listeners, and number three is I'll always try and hold myself accountable for anything that I do get wrong. And again, this goes back to that initial statement of trying to get to the truth. And I don't really care about being wrong, to be honest. I don't really have much of an ego in terms of like, you know, if I say something and then somebody else says I'm wrong, then I, you know, flip, fly off the handle or anything and or whatever. I don't care because if I'm wrong, then great, happy days because what that actually means is that I'm getting a little bit closer to the truth and that's what I'm here to do and I'm more than happy to accept when I am wrong. Um, some of you guys might remember um, there was a thing with um, Mick West where I sort of agreed with his assumption uh, or his, his hypothesis about uh, the Tic Tac Flare video and then Chris Leto released a video saying that actually you know some more facts are available What you know, I changed my mind accordingly and then said okay now I agree with what Chris's statement is and you know I'm more than happy to flip-flop depending on what the best information is pointing towards what i would never want to do is get stuck in a certain camp and then just stick there through thick and thin because you know, your opinion should not be a team that you join it should be something that you have arrived at as a conclusion based on the best facts available and when better facts become available change your mind because that's how we get to the truth isn't it and again, I'm not perfect, but those little three pledges there, partly inspired by, you know, Lou Elizondo's um, pledges in his pinned tweet, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of get that across because, again, I don't, I didn't really want to ramble on about all of this sort of stuff before a serious, uh, you know, podcast that's about certain topics, but I just wanted to get it in there. So, with all that said... Let's dive in a little bit to where my investigations so far have led me to with the UFO topic. So a few points. First of all, the UFO cover-up and what the extent of it is. So obviously over the previous few weeks I've been putting out these things about that as a particular series. So I'm not going to go into it for too much detail because I've just done four hours on it. But essentially, I think it's basically safe to say that departments within government have been looking at the ufo topic in depth for decades and i'm confident enough to say that that that's a fact and as graham rendell said on my interview that i did with him there have been military sightings dating back to world war ii obviously he goes into great detail about that in his book and they were quite extensively reported all across europe and you know, one thing about historical sightings dating back to the you know 30s, 40s, 50s is that I'd sort of dismissed them to a certain extent, partly because, you know, the footage available is extremely grainy and I'm all about, you know, data density, which just didn't exist, unfortunately, back then because of the technology available to record the incidents at that time. But recently I've been looking at that a little bit differently partly because so many of those cases that were recorded back then, they may not have had the most high-quality footage, etc., but the fact remains that there were extremely credible witnesses back then from the military who reported these objects fairly regularly. And something that never really occurred to me until quite recently is that back then they simply didn't have any technology, even approaching drone technology that we have today. So in some ways we know that the footage is not 
you know, it's not like um, secret tech, for example. It's it's not drones because they just didn't have that stuff back then. One thing I have been really trying to do in light of that is actually make an effort to look back at some more historic cases, starting with reading Graham's book, uh, UFOs Before Roswell, which I'm getting through. It's a fantastic read, very long book, and uh, I have a bit limited reading time with having young children in the house and things. Don't get that very long each night to actually read. Um, but I'm, I'm getting through it, and it's, I'm really enjoying it. It's a great book. And uh, I've been very excited to, to read that ever since the interview that I did with Graham, obviously. So um highly recommend that one. Um, but also I need to spend some more time really delving back into some of the lesser known cases, uh, some of which I'm kind of aware of and there's a lot more out there that I have no idea about probably. So I'm kind of excited to delve back into to that era and um, obviously updates will come along on the podcast as well as and when I get more information about some of the older cases. But I'm not going to talk about too many other topics here because I wanted this to be fairly short around about half an hour just to provide updates because I think any longer than that of me rambling on about the podcast and about my own thoughts and things might get a little bit long but just a few little things about what's going to be coming up on the podcast uh, soon over the next um, couple of months so I may go a little bit quiet for a while I'm going to try to um, record some episodes uh, in advance, do some pre-recorded episodes, but basically um, my little girl uh, is about to be born, so um, I'm going to be um, quite busy as you can imagine um, so uh, in the next three or four weeks um, my my little my little girl will, will be arriving into the world so we'll see how that all goes I'm going to, like I say, try and do a couple of pre-recorded episodes to give myself a couple of weeks to uh, to do that but we'll see there may be a week or two where i don't release an episode but don't worry i'm not going anywhere um but yeah just thought i'd throw that in there as a bit of a, a heads up of what's going to be coming but also aside from that in terms of exciting news um I was just speaking the other day to um, some potential guests to get on the podcast, not had a guest on for a little while. So um, at some stage over the next couple of months, I am planning on having uh, Chris Leto on the podcast. And Chris has uh, said that he'd be happy to come on and talk. And uh, we just got to arrange a date. Uh, Chris has just actually done quite a few other podcasts recently. So we didn't want to just jump straight into doing another one because he's kind of said a lot of the things that he wanted to say uh, in the podcast that he's done recently but um we're going to give it sort of for three four weeks or so um and again you know depending on how things go with with uh, the new arrival and so on um i'll be getting chris on the podcast to have a discussion um so also if there is any listeners who would have a question for chris um please send me an email um so it's ufo thinker at hotmail.com and if you've got any questions for chris leto um fire them across there or you can send me a dm on twitter if you follow me on twitter and um, because i thought it'd be really nice to get some listener questions in for chris i know there's a few of you guys uh, who listen to the podcast regularly who would be um I'm sure you're going to be quite excited to, to have uh, Chris on the podcast. You've already mentioned to me that you're a big fan of his. So feel free to um, drop some questions across if there's anything specific. And I'll do my best to ask as many questions from the listeners as I can. Um, there's also a couple of other guests as well in the pipeline coming up before the end of the year, uh, which if all goes to plan is going to be pretty cool. And I'll make some more announcements about them 
as we go along. Uh, there's also uh, a C5 update. Um, some of the listeners from way back may remember this, but I was doing some experimenting with C5 and meditation and things like that. Um, so I'm I'm overdue now by this point to do a, an update on C5. So um, if I forget, somebody please remind me. <laughs> Just send me a message or something. Uh, but I'm, I am planning on doing... I've been kind of doing on and off... Um, uh, you know deep dives into c5 and consciousness and i do find it fascinating so that's something that i'm uh, i need to do a full episode on talking about and um and my findings so far and things like that um so and then obviously towards the end of the year uh, i'm quite looking forward strange as it sounds to doing some kind of christmas themed episode so that that'll be something to look forward to as well bit of a christmas ufo thinker podcast um it's been quite a hectic year and I'm sure um, you know a lot of people will feel the same way with COVID, a lot of stress, a lot of things to deal with and on top of that um, my wife being pregnant and um, you know hoping that everything goes okay with the, the arrival of the little one and um, yeah once all that's said and done we're going to be at the end of the year, we've had uh, hopefully you know a, a great year and, and some relief that all of that is over and then i'm very much looking forward to having a bit of a relax at christmas and doing a ufo thinker podcast um special christmas special so that's i don't know why i've just had that in my head all year strangely that i'm quite looking forward to doing a christmas special on the podcast so i'll, I'll get some jingle bells or something and we'll we'll do that um but that's all we've got time for for this little update here um, and, and also as well you know I've had a few requests of specific uh, topics for me to cover on the podcast so that'd be interesting to hear from, from you guys as well anyone's got any questions for Chris Leto as I mentioned earlier um, or any suggestions for a, a, a topic for me to cover on the podcast um, it'd be great to hear from you so don't forget I'm on Twitter at UFO Thinker and you can email me ufothinker at hotmail.com and Till next time, take it easy, stay curious, and I'll catch you in the next episode. You have Podcast.